Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Thursday, February 1st. U.S. equity futures are rebounding a bit after yesterday's slump. So you have S&P futures up 16 points. It's about 33 basis points. NASDAQ futures are up 100 points. It's about 60 basis points. And then you have Dow futures up about 40 points or 10 basis points. In Europe, you're looking at the major indices down about 10 to 20 basis points. There were a ton of earnings out of Europe this morning. Um, and you're seeing some huge moves in response to them. Um, you know, just to name a few on the upside, Volvo Car, Julius Baer, Deutsche Bank, Shell, ABB are all rallying after their reports. And then on the downside, you're seeing some uh, pretty steep declines in the salt systems, ING, BNP Paribas, Adidas, Roche, and Santa Fe. And then turning to Asia, you saw mixed price actions. So Japan ended lower. The Nikkei fell about 75 basis points. You had the Hang Seng rally about 50 basis points, and the Shanghai Comp dropped 60 basis points. So in terms of news for today, the most important macro headline uh, since the close yesterday just hit at about 5 a.m. with the Eurozone CPI. It actually ran a bit hotter than anticipated, um, which was doubly surprising given that you saw the downside inflation numbers yesterday out of Germany and France. So uh, you know, negative data point for equities, not seeing a massive reaction um, especially in the U.S. so far, U.S. equity futures had a bid all morning. They didn't really respond to that number at 5 a.m. But that is kind of the most important macro headline since the close. Otherwise, it's just uh, sifting through earnings. Like I said, a ton of numbers out of Europe. Uh, and then there were a bunch more out of the U.S. last night. Definitely going to see some big reactions to certain reports. I have details in the piece on everything. Hard to say that any of the individual re- releases really kind of rise to the um, import to, to the macro level as far as moving the broader tape. Uh, you know, some of the bigger ones, Qualcomm, Cuervo, um, both had decent results. Both spoke positively about seeing a rebound in the Android smartphone ecosystem. Uh, some negative transportation reports last night: um, CH Robinson and then Landstar, NXT, uh, Next Tracker, which is a solar company, huge upside, very strong guidance. Um, and there are a bunch of others. So uh, take a look in the piece for all those details. But again, I doubt any of them really kind of shift the broader market. Um, you know, circling back to yesterday, I think you had three big market events yesterday. Uh, and I disagree with the narrative on uh, some of them. So on the Fed, I appreciate why the Powell says March is unlikely headline caused knee jerk selling. Um, I think that's kind of, uh, it, it, it doesn't really talk about the broader message that was conveyed yesterday as far as policy is concerned, not just on rates, but also on the balance sheet. Um, so I have you know, a full write-up on, on kind of what I think was uh, the broader theme yesterday. And again, I, I think focusing on if it's March or May, it's really irrelevant next to what's happening with monetary policy globally, whereby after one of the most prolonged and aggressive tightening campaigns in history on a global basis is now shifting in the opposite direction. Um, and that's taking place in the US, in Europe. Uh, you saw three Latin America central banks yesterday all cut rates. So China cut rates. The Reichsbank came out this morning and kind of set the stage for rate cuts going forward. So, you know, I, central bankers are, are going to be hesitant in their public commentary uh, about moving aggressively given how. The, uh, how far inflation overshot over the last several years, um, you know, that's still kind of uh, in their memory. And, and so they're, that, that's going to make them cautious in pivoting. But the data is telling a very clear story. So some huge data points yesterday morning in the U.S. 
um, with the employment cost index for Q4, with the ADP jobs report, and then going back to Friday on the PCE in the US. Uh, and that's something Powell said. He said, essentially, inflation already is at where they need it to be to lower rates. They just want to make sure it can stay at this level. Um, and again, there's a lot more nuance to the broader message, including the balance sheet, which at the March meeting, uh, they will start a comprehensive discussion about slowing the balance sheet shrinkage process. Obviously, that's a, an important component of, of um, removing or stepping back from this very aggressive policy stance. So I still think March is going to be justified. You have a ton of data between now and March. Um, but again, even if it's not March and they move out another meeting, it's it kind of, it's, it's irrelevant next to really what's happening with monetary policy. So that's the Fed. Um, and then on tech, you know, again, I, I appreciate that expectations were very high. A lot of these stocks have run enormously. They're overbought. They're expensive. Um, but, you know, to say that Microsoft or Google or AMD were bad, uh, it just, I think it's inaccurate fundamentally. Uh, and then Qualcomm overnight too was, was relatively healthy. Um, what I think is probably most important yesterday was near community bank, uh, arguably played a bigger role than Powell or tech. Um, you know, awful quarter on a, on a variety of fronts, you know, there are kind of a few moving pieces going on. One of which is they expanded very rapidly, um, owing in part to the signature deal, which bumped them into a new category of regulatory and capital scrutiny. So they have to deal with that, which is one factor behind the dividend cut. They're trying to just build capital so they can get into, um, so they can reach these new thresholds that the Fed is imposing on them. And then also they did have some some commercial real estate credit quality deterioration, and that drove a huge provision number that drove the EPS loss. Um, you know, I think if a near community bank had kicked off the bank earnings season, it, it, we would be right to panic, and and uh, you know potentially this could kick off a whole new round of regional bank concern and deposit flows, et cetera, et cetera. But this is the last bank that reported, so we've already heard from essentially all the major money centers and regional banks in the U.S. None of them were anywhere close to as bad as what New York Community put out yesterday morning, and I think that should give us somewhat some comfort that the issues are are company specific. Um, but again, as far as kind of the the biggest headline yesterday, the biggest, you know, the the most jarring piece of news, it was definitely near community, uh, in my opinion, as far as just the implications for what it can mean for the market uh, and the memories of what happened earlier last year with regional banks. Um, a lot of other news, and like I said, a lot of earnings. So take a look at the piece for all the details on today's calendar uh, on the macro front, the manufacturing ISM. At 10 o'clock, we'll be watched closely. And then for earnings, Honeywell and Merck before the opener of the big ones. And then after the close, you get Apple, Amazon, Microchip, and Meta. Um, and that is everything for today, Thursday, February 1st. Thank you for listening.